Welcome to Catholic Stuff You Should Know, a J10 initiative. Listo. Listo. Estamos listos. Welcome to Catholic Stuff You Know. Bienvenidos a. Bienvenidos. I don't know. It's like Catholic Stuff a You Should Know. Okay, welcome, welcome. This is uh, Joe and Deacon John, and uh, we're back here from uh, Denver, up we in the Treehouse. We have returned. Treehouse Studio. And uh, yeah, we once again welcome back uh, our producer, Mike, our, our good buddy. Who's, he's giving uh, us a welcoming face or thank It's you a face. very welcome, you have a very welcoming face, you know, yeah, and he's raising his hand. So the uh, uh, topic of today would be. Yeah, you want to get right to it because you got to go to class, <laughs> as always. No. Oh, sorry. Like we're no, always intentionally making my podcast shorter. <laughs> <laughs> I, you are the the ninth of ten kids, so you are kind of like I'm the, used vic- to being the victim. Re- I'm used to being uh, neglected, I guess. By the time the porridge went all the way, all my, my my parents are listening, so they're probably so offended by this statement. But. Yeah, you never got food by the time it got all the way around the dome and table. Yeah, so. that was the only problem. Exactly. So that's why I'm so short and scrawny. The uh, topic, though, my friend. Yes. Not um, to move you along here. <laughs> I know. I feel I feel pushed away. I feel like you're. Don't make me like slap you or something like that. Well, my friend uh, Ned, Ned Golish, who we, we, that was the one we read his email, but we never answered it. Right, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> he, uh, he listens to these, and hi, Ned. Uh, and he said, uh, you know, you always say dude, and Joe always says man. And I was like, and we're out, and I was like, we're always trying to intentionally say crazy for Dr. Mike Zizda. So if you can just say man, you know, 10, 12, 15 more times, you know, then. Dude, I'll do it as much as I can. All right, thanks, man. Yeah, so. I hope we get more emails like that so we can not answer them. So that's really going to encourage our, our listener base. Exactly. To, yeah. So, you know, ask us some good questions. Um, John, you were confirmed. How old were you when you confirmed? Uh, 15. You were 15 years old. Now, when you were confirmed, did the bishop slap you by any chance uh, across the face? He did not. He, he did, did not. not. No. So, the title of this podcast is. Oh, go ahead. I I'm wasn't sorry. really paying attention, though. Um, I was pretty. Pretty bored at the time. I wasn't really practicing, so okay, it could well, have happened, and I never would have. You probably would have remembered it. Okay. Um, well, the title of this podcast, as you probably already know, since you clicked on it, is "Why Bishops Don't Slap People," and that is a question that's worth asking. It because, is a good question <laughs> because bishops used to slap people during the rite of confirmation, and they don't anymore. So we're going to talk about why they used to slap people, and then we're going to talk about why they don't slap people. Okay, anymore. are you sure they they don't anymore? Um. Well. It's not in the right anymore. I've been told that you said that Bishop Conley. Also now, Bishop now this never, is off the record, okay? And I don't want to. I, I don't, don't want to like report him to the Holy See or something. We're destroying his name now in uh, you know D.C. and Philly and in Australia. But I'm pretty sure a couple of years ago that he uh, he did do a, a slap at Cabrini, St. Francis Cabrini, my home parish. Just, but he made a joke of it and kind of explained why he was doing it, which I hope you're going to do now. But just. Just so you know, I uh, got to put that out there. And Bishop Conley, if you ever listen to this and I'm wrong, I am so sorry. So, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, gosh, that's good. I actually emailed Archbishop Chappie right before the podcast to see if he's ever slapped somebody. But maybe he'll email. He's pretty good about emails. Yeah, I'm he surprised could, he didn't respond. I'm already. surprised, actually. I just checked it, and uh, I'm surprised he didn't respond yet either. But who knows? He might respond in the next 10 minutes. Anyway, Excellent. so what's with the slap? Um in the rite of confirmation, this used to be a regular thing. The bishop would anoint the person and say, "I see, you know, be sealed with the gift of the Holy Spirit," and then he'd say, "Peace be with you," and he'd slap them. Okay, are we talking like backhand slap or just? Uh, you know, I mean, people might have different forms. The form did the rite doesn't specify the kind of form. Would they ever have. like punch on accident? Maybe that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, possibly. Okay. My, I actually talked to my dad this morning. He said it was more just kind of like a little a little tap on the cheek, okay. you know, kind of like a little affectionate thing. Um, 
but he doesn't I mean, who knows maybe when it, back in the day it was a little more intense um, but what's this about so it's interesting with confirmation some theologians have talked about confirmation being the sacrament without a theology right because there really hasn't been in the same way there has been there has been with or, or, uh, holy orders and baptism there really hasn't been a lot of theology on confirmation right. and there's still kind of like what's going on at confirmation is it like we received the Holy Spirit, but didn't we receive the Holy Spirit at baptism? Right. You know, is it kind of just like stirring up the Holy Spirit? What's really going on? What are you receiving? And What's I the think, point of it? I think it's important for people to know that, like, uh, that it's okay to say that, you know, theologically, it's underdeveloped, just like the sacrament of uh, anointing the sick would be as well. Right. And we can say that. We can say Christ instituted it. It's always existed in the church. It is an instrument of God's grace. But theologically, us, our, our reasoning on it, has not kind of fleshed out the implications of that. That's yeah, okay and, to say and that's that. okay to say. I mean, think about the first couple centuries. All the sacraments weren't developed either, even like baptism. They were talking a lot about it. What exactly happens? So organ- an organic development. Mm-hmm. And there's been a lot of development with confirmation. We can't go into it all because we don't have the time. But right. it is an interesting topic. Um, one thing it's not, though, which is I think a lot of people see confirmation as kind of the I am I am choosing myself now to be Catholic. Right. Like I was baptized, I was raised Catholic, but this is a time where I kind of step up the plate and I say, I make my own choice. I had a lot of friends in high school who did that. It, it makes a lot of sense. Their parents are like, well, now you get to choose and then you decide after this if you want to live this out or not. Right. And that makes a lot of sense. I mean, because naturally on a human level, we want to have a time where it's our choice and, right. there's, and we're making a choice to receive something formally from the church. It's like a Catholic bar mitzvah. Exactly. Yeah. It's very similar. That's how it's conceived. Right. Uh, that's how it's been practiced and right. experienced by a lot of people but that's actually not what the church has ever t- that's never been in the tradition in fact in most eastern churches people get confirmed right after they get baptized as a child there's uh. infinite confirmation and the normal progression of the sacraments this is one of the sacraments of initiation right so we have baptism confirmation the eucharist in that order and this all kind of leading up to the full initiation uh into the church like baptisms where we kind of walk in the door we're strengthened by right. confirmation and the fullness of it should be the Eucharist, where right. we participate and receive the entire divinity of Christ, uh, body and blood. So that's kind of it. that's how it's seen. It's not as much as like a choosing, right? But anyway, like again, we can't go into that, but it's not necessarily a bad thing. Uh, so this all actually goes back to a guy named Faustus, uh, Faustus of Riez. He was um, in the fifth century, and it's interesting when I read about read up about this a little bit uh, how this slapping kind of developed he didn't instantly he, slapping did, did he start slapping no okay. he did he just started slapping people and faustus that's a pretty people sweet thought it looked fun so i mean sounds like the kind of guy who would slap people yeah, yeah. i know he he may well very well slap people i don't i don't know the specifics <laughs> about that but um the slapping what it's been a symbol of and maybe what bishop conley uh told the people was there's a kind of a military aspect of it confirmation is when you are conformare to be strengthened uh, and it's it's a strengthening of the graces, strengthened for to witness to the gospel, uh, to re, to dispose yourself better, to receive more gifts of the Holy Spirit, um, to you know uh, strengthen for the interior life and the battle in the interior life. But there's kind of a military motif here. Yeah. You, know, you become yeah. a soldier of Christ in confirmation, strengthened, right, equipped right. for battle. Right. And the slapping was kind of a it was a military uh, thing that was taken from secular cultures or secular military things um, and applied in the spiritual life uh, so as like a, a like, it was a Roman military practice. it was a Roman military thing to just to kind of kind of, kind of a, like a, a reminder that you you will have to suffer or you right. might be um, persecuted for the right. faith you know you're entering into a battle here right um, so that's kind of there's this military motif with it and that military motif really goes back to this guy Faustus um, he gave a homily in the fifth century and it's wild how these little things you know be careful what you say you know because 
something little like this can be caught on to something and become really big and very widely practiced. And what he said wasn't bad, but it emphasized something that wasn't necessarily kind always Kind of unbalanced, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he really looked at confirmation with two aspects. He said there's a Pentecostal motif where we you know, receive the Holy Spirit, just like the apostles on Pentecost, receive the Holy Spirit to go out and to proclaim the gospel. Um, but he kind of he doesn't talk about that a lot. What he talks about more is this: he arms the soldier for spiritual uh, combat. Christ in, in confirmation, you're being armed. And there's baptism makes us soldiers of Jesus Christ. And confirmation equips us to do the battle with the enemy. So baptism, we kind of become a soldier. Confirmation, we get the armor. Holy Spirit gives us courage, strength, constancy, wisdom, understanding, enlightenment, increase of grace as arms with which we are to face temptation and gain victory in the struggles of life. So this is what he's all about. He's all about. Uh, fighting the battle, right? But he talks about it. He doesn't talk about it as much as a, an external thing, like the, um, like preaching the gospel, defending the faith, tribulation. Right. He, his focus is much more on the interior life. Um, and, you know, spiritual warfare in the battle, fighting in the temptation soul. in the soul. Gotcha. Um, which is really the, 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 when the apostles received the Holy Spirit, it wasn't as much to, you know, for spiritual battle in their own souls, for their own salvation. It was much more to send them out right. and to be, uh, to be witnesses and apostles, you know? Uh, so what happens is this guy Faustus wrote the homily, and at some point it got attributed to a Pope, uh, a, a Pope Melchiades or Melchiades, Melchiades, my Greek pronunciation is not very good. This is a guy in the fourth century, Peter Lombard, who is right. pretty much the theologian of the early middle ages. Right, right. Uh, he wrote the textbook on theology pretty much. Uh, attributed this to this pope, this homily, um, and he threw it into his book of sentences, which was practice. Thomas, St. Thomas Aquinas picked up on it. And so a lot of the talk about confirmation was all about spiritual combat in the soul. Right. Um, and this this was kind of the normal practice. This is how people saw confirmation. And so the slap kind of developed as like, this is to help you to combat soul in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you're you're giving me the sign. Funny time. That was not the sign. That was me <laughs> looking at my watch. It had nothing to do with you. <laughs> Okay, I'll move it along quick here. <laughs> no, you're, this is this is fantastic. So essentially, what you're saying is that because that that um, homily was misappropriated to the Holy Father, and then Lombard put it into his sentences in the 11th century, mm-hmm. that became the standard. It's almost like that was the theological track by which we understood confirmation. And it went that way. Exactly. It wasn't off, but it was very much emphasized and to the detriment of kind of like just receiving the Holy Spirit for the sake of witnessing the gospel. Right. Um, so that's why the slap kind of developed. And I think people, like, and Bishop Conley, I think his explanation that it arms you, it prepares you to be a witness to the gospel right. and to face tribulation in the world. But that wasn't really how it started. Yeah. Uh, so it's interesting. So in this was practiced all the way up until the 70s, 1971. Paul VI, uh, in kind of re-exam- after Vatican II, they re-examined all the sacraments and just how we did things. Right. And, there was a whole movement in the Vatican, Second Vatican Council, uh, the Resource Mons, you know, to go back to the sources, go back to the early another great podcast. Yeah. That would be another great podcast, right? Yeah. Um, but to go back to say, you know, we have all these traditions we've built up over two thousand years, and there's all these external things, and a lot of them we don't even know. Most people don't even know why we do them, and they don't really have much meaning. So why don't we look to see what are the true traditions? What are the, what what do we receive from the apostles and from Christ? Um, and what what can we what might be a good thing, but really not helpful or needed anymore. Right. There's been a lot of things that can be cut away in that way. Not to not just kind of throw the tradition away, but to really kind of return to what's essential um, and what's been truly received and handed down to the church by right. Christ and right. the apostles. So, uh, and this was one of those things that when they looked at confirmation, they were like, the military motif is there, 
but it's not it's such an emphasis and that's what right. people get from it now so uh, in his letter in 1971 Paul VI talks about this um, and he, he doesn't really talk about the slap or anything but at the very end of, he talks about confirmation what it's about this is a letter on confirmation uh, this is I don't know if this is a letter but it, yeah it was something on confirmation okay. about the right of confirmation where he wanted to revise it okay. but at the end of it he just says one of the changes that might be you know he leaves up to the bishops and local circumstances bishops councils uh, in their individual diocese to introduce a different manner for the minister to give the sign of peace after anointing each individual uh, or to all the newly confirmed together. So basically what he's referring to is the, <laughs> the the manner of the sign of peace that was currently being practiced was, hey, peace be with you. Bam! <laughs> you know? Even, I mean, it wasn't, it was usually, I talked to my dad, like I said, it was a little tap. Um, but what is that communicating? And, uh, and it's not a bad thing. But he said maybe it might be good to revisit that. And now usually, well, at least when I was conferring, I think it was just a handshake, you know, peace be with you. You know, it's funny, quick digression. When I was uh, doing this Bible study of these high school guys, these high school idiots, as I would uh, describe them, they would walk in. I taught them about this one time. And then the next week, they would walk into Starbucks for the Bible study. And they would just walk up to each other and go, peace be with you. And then, bam, they would, they would <laughs> smack, like, full out slap each other. And they were, like, and I'd be like, what are you doing? People were, like, staring at us. And they were like, this is what you told us to do. And I was like, this is <laughs> So they totally screwed screwed up what I uh, said. So so yeah, it's like that's, giving psychological issues to the spiritual children of the church. Exactly. So yeah, we have to be careful. In, in, it's a misunderstood sign of uh, peace, I exactly. guess. Exactly. Slap somebody. Uh, and when Bishop Conley uh, allegedly did this, he explained it, and you know. Oh yeah. And it's kind of cool. I mean, people remember it, and they probably you know, my dad was like, oh yeah, I definitely got slapped. You know, he he was he. Didn't think badly about it. He wasn't like, oh, good thing we got rid of that. Right. So, what do you think, man? Do you think they should bring the slap back? Well, no. I mean, I'm sure you're going to get to this, but the uh, uh, it seems to me like the military motif is important and essential. But it's if it's overstressed, I mean, what are they? What is being eclipsed? What what meanings? What significances are we overlooking by stressing the military so much? You know what I mean? Like that. It seems to me there's other dimensions of the sacrament. Uh, that could be fleshed out more, and I, I don't know. I kind of like the slap. I, I, I kind of <laughs> like that, but I, I don't know if I'd feel comfortable doing that as a as a bishop. Just you know. Yeah, I don't know either. I mean, I, I'm kind of I'm kind of indifferent on it. Ooh, Archbishop emailed us back. No way. Yeah. Oh, look at you with your that's iPhone. That's so funny. All right, so this is what he said. Well, uh, maybe I shouldn't read it right. Off. I have to look over it real quick. Here, say something funny. Um. So that's what I said. Uh, you know, Joe. Uh, I don't. know. I have nothing to say. I'm sorry. Just hurry up and. It it's like five five seconds. No. Okay, you're killing. This is dead time. I can't read this email. Okay, make something up then. Um, well, he says I asked him if he's ever slapped somebody, and he said no. Well, it's not a part of the right anymore. Um, oh, he. Oh, wait, he says someone told me that one time Bishop Conley does slap. Yes, uh, that's true. I was surprised to hear that because it's not part of the ritual anymore. Oh, that's great. Confirmed. So you got confirmed. You, you were confirmed. I'll still be ordained a priest in May. <laughs> All right. Oh, that's awesome. Anyway, so thank you, Archbishop Shap. He was great about that. Um, that was amazing. Back. So yeah, that's that's a little short thing, but there's the Archb- the uh, confirmation slap. A little explanation. Very it. nice. Very very interesting stuff. The uh, we got an emails here. We do got an email. All right, I'll boogie here. This is from uh, Morgan. Morgan. I was loving this. This uh, Morgan's 19 years old. Uh, it says uh, it's 2:50 tw- here in the morning in St. Louis, Missouri. I'm wide awake listening to episode after episode of your podcast, starting from the beginning. Uh, honestly, I went to private Catholic schools my whole life, and I've never heard so much about my own faith that I found so purely interesting. So far, I've listened to the podcast from the beginning one to the marriage, and uh, the one on marriage, and I can't wait to learn more. And she said her favorite 
Um, honestly, I'm sorry, Morgan. I don't know if Morgan's a boy or a girl. <laughs> so nice it's one of those job. it's one of those androgynous names where right. it's hard to right, right, figure right, out which. Fill that out. Um, so I, I apologize if I offend you, Morgan. Um, but Morgan says that uh, the favorite podcast is the Stylites podcast and yeah. the explanation on prayer contemplation and liturgy so morgan essentially what you're saying is you like all the ones before joe started doing this. is that gonna <laughs> i I'm think that, that's <laughs> not getting numbers. yeah no 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 thank you morgan that's, very great though that's great i'm glad that uh this has uh, been fruitful yeah i think we're always we always finish these things and we're like that was horrible and then people write and they're like that <laughs> was true. great so we don't really uh i think we're always still shocked to hear that so thank you for thanks for the email awesome stuff I think that's it for this week. Yeah, if you have any uh, comments, suggestions, insults, concerns, whatever, we want to hear about them. Catholic Stuff Podcast at gmail.com. Talk to you soon.